0: Eric Filipowski, Hollywood Phony, here for the Chad Roebuckle podcast. Today is Saturday, July 22nd, 2006. Wink, wink. Uh, nice enough to return to the Culver City Studios here is Joe Herrera. Buenos, buenos tardes, my friend. Yeah. Uh, I picked up I, some Spanish since yesterday. Well, that's good. I I hope I shamed you into it.
1: You did. I'm
0: taking lessons down at uh, the
1: UCLA oh. Extension right now. Nice. I signed up as soon as I left the studios in Culver City.
0: You felt so bad about turning your back on your culture.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. You were the straw that broke the camel's back flip. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I know. Does anyone I else know. call you
1: Flip? Am I the only one?
0: Mm, you're pretty much the only one. There's a, you know, there's like isolated pockets of it. Right. Who else? I can't remember. There's a couple of people.
1: Are they now? Are they, are they awesome like me, or are they a bunch of jerks?
0: Now they're a bunch of jerks like you. Okay. So now, what's a Joscar? Because like a lot of people, like sometimes you go by Joscar.
1: Right. Joscar is actually a combination of my first name and my middle name. My first name is Joseph. I usually go by Joe. My middle name is Oscar, so
0: I just combine the two. Well, isn't it just J Oscar, and then that became Joscar?
1: Uh, that was my. Uh, that was also something I did before. I used to. Sign, I used to. When I wrote, um, I used to say, "Written by J. Oscar Herrera." And then one of the guys that wrote, read my, one of my scenes, said, "I'm just going to call you Josker," and I kind of liked the way it sounded. And
0: you it go unique, either way. It's with unique, this, right? I okay? like it.
1: I have yet to meet somebody who's legitimately named Josker. Maybe one of my children will be named Josker, and then I'll have a daughter named Joe Torres. That'll just be
0: confusing. So. Now what's the deal? Are you ashamed of your real name? You do not not, not like it? Like were huh. you raped by some guy named Joe as a <laughs> was, child? Uh, not to my knowledge.
1: You uh, have yet to go through hypnotherapy. I have not no. You I have don't no, remember
0: anything these days.
1: I people you will. Know, you pay them enough money, they'll remember everything. I, I got a
0: guy. I'll give you a number later. Cool. I'll take it. Uh, I'm sorry. So continue?
1: I just, I, no, I love my name. I'm sure it's, you know, it's a nice, common name. It narrows it down. I mean,
0: you know, people mm. are more inclined to trust people named Joe
1: as opposed to other things.
0: Not buying it, but uh, so now you, you don't <laughs> like Disneyland. I, I love Disneyland. I know it's. An old... But you call it. What do you now? What do you call it? I call it Mauschwitz. Now, did you invent Mauschwitz I did, or did not you hear invent.
1: That no, somewhere? I did not invent. I actually heard that from one of my first film professors. Uh, did Long he Long have City. something against uh, Disneyland? No, he had something against the Disney Corporation. And um, I, I'll seriously put it out there. I mean, anybody who works for Disney or has worked for Disneyland will not deny that Mausch, which is not an, so appro- an appropriate So you're saying they're is,
0: for, as bad as the people, the Nazis who worked in the concentration camps?
1: Uh, I personally have never worked for Disney, nor the Disney Corporation. I'll leave that to them to compare it to Nazis.
0: Seems pretty harsh to me, for for you to go out on that limb and and say those things that I just said you said like that.
1: Eh, that's in a name.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's just J-Oscar talking anyway. Yeah, it has no connection to the real J-Oscar. So (laughs) what, you just don't like their movies, you don't like their corporate policies? Ah, well,
1: as I've said, I've never worked for... Disney. Uh, I just like the name of it. I used to like Disneyland as a kid, you know, when it was free for me. Why uh, was it free? I, it was free because I always had a parent or a family member oh, right, or right. a city park pay you for mean, me to get you in. You weren't p-
0: paying for it. I wasn't paying for it,
1: yeah. But I've, I lived in California, in the West Coast, Southern California my entire life. So now I have figured out ways to get into Disneyland for free. They I already you
0: jump the fence?
1: <laughs> what is that, a Mexican joke? Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, uh well, only you because know there's somebody. no there's no river around it that you could swim through. There's no moat
1: yet. Yet. Okay. I think they're so a matter of time. There's a matter of time, right. Uh no, you find somebody who works for the park and they could get you in or with the find, silver pass. With, there you go. Those
0: or you find, great.
1: Yeah, or I'll tell you what, be like a decade and a half ago you might you used to be able to get in with anybody's annual pass. You know, and living in California you always know somebody who owns that.
0: Well, now it's like you buy a regular ticket, and this is this is true for Disney World. You buy a regular ticket, they have fingerprint scans. There you go. So there's no, there's, there's no, no sneaking in. in. Yeah, you could cut someone's hand off and do that.
1: You could, you totally could.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna look into that. Now, I had an annual pass, right. which I bought for 220 dollars. It was the deluxe one with no blackout dates. Right. It's since gone up to 350 bucks, but it had free parking. That's, you could get eight weeks at uh, Second City with that money. Wow, that would that would be horrible. Um, I, personally, I feel I got my money's worth because I visited Disneyland 37 times.
1: Right. Well, you're a huge fan of, Di- you say Happiest Place on Earth and you smile and nod and go, that's it's, right. It's not
0: an irony thing there for me. Right. I know, like, you a lot You take, of people, I
1: mean, no, I, like, I remember there were, there were a couple patches where, you know, you had like, a little bit of a dark spell in your life, but the one thing I did notice was every time you went to Disney, visit Disneyland, you were genuinely very happy.
0: That's so, true. I I believe it's the one place on earth that a boy like me can truly be happy. <laughs> well, That's from Clifford. Uh, the Martin Short. Yes, mm, nice. great movie. Uh, a, highly a underrated. A
1: on your house, sir.
0: Don't just don't watch the last like ten minutes of it.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll you guarantee I guarantee I will not watch the last ten minutes of it.
0: What do you have against uh, Clifford?
1: I haven't Is it seen Martin, it. Martin, like, Martin Short. No, no, like, Martin like, Short? Dis- like being a Disneyland employee. I have not
0: seen it yet, so I have nothing against it. But I, I, t- I was getting some kind of animosity there. What's, <laughs> all what's right. that from?
1: I will watch it except for the final ten minutes.
0: I think there's a story. That, I think there's something you're not I telling I have
1: nothing against Clifford. Right, it's just, right. you know, Martin Short is a ten-year-old when he's 42.
0: Speaking of, well, you know, that's kind of the joke. That's right. why it's Kyle. really kind of funny. There you go. But anyways, um, speaking of uh, Disneyland... We both uh, exist within a certain community of improvisers and comedians. Yes, we do. And I've noticed that it is very incestuous. Yeah. Now, currently, you have a girlfriend... I do. ...who is a part of that community to some extent as well. Yes. But you have also dated many different girls and guys, too, was it? No, no, no. no. I'm thinking of someone else. You are. Um, Holy... No, I'm kidding, kidding. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've kind of been in that circle. I've tried my best to yeah. not, you know, dip into that. Really? Well, I mean, with a couple of exceptions.
1: You, Wait, you just said you tried to not dip into it? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: no? I'll,
1: I'll give you don't you that. think so? No. I don't think you've gone out of your way to not do it. I don't think you go... Hey, see her? I'm totally not going to try and ask her out. No, I think I mean, it's been you know, more of the opposite.
0: It's more like rather than look within that, you know, if something happens, if I meet someone who's nice, I'm not going to be like, you know, oh, can't do it, you're a performer. But I've traditionally tried to look outside of that community. And for I, for bitches. Well,
1: then you <laughs> Well, then no, you're one of I'll, you're one of the smarter ones and there are people that do do not date inside of the incestuous pool at, uh, you know, any of this community that we're in right now. However, there's a lot of people that do not, and a lot of people's social lives exist only in this community. So,
0: of course, it's going to be a lot of... Yeah, I mean, if you're you're doing that, I mean, it's... Where else are you going to meet women? It's really, you know...
1: Not only that, but women that share your interests,
0: you know, and many times point of view, you know. Here's my thing. I don't want to be banging some chick that, like, eight of my buddies have already had sex with. Uh, nor does anybody right but i mean that's kind of like the reality like not you know not i'm not talking about (laughs) anyone in specific i'm just of course yeah no thinking of other examples of people we don't really know that well right um i don't want anyone to think you know
1: what i mean it's talking about me it's the same as college or high school you know i mean you you pretty much go with what you. but see
0: that's that brings up an interesting point that's because it's it's like high school it's very 30 years old as am i you're gonna be 31 here i'm gonna be 31 and yeah. A lot of these people are, you know, you know, mid to late 20s, right. 30s. As we were when Don't we you started. think it's time to, like, grow up and why? stop acting like a, a high school kid? Sure, it is. And absolutely, it doesn't mean that you can't
1: have something that means something deeper than a high school relationship. No, I realize right now, you, is... you
0: obviously have a vested interest in this, because I'm, you know...
1: Yes. But... Well, look, there, I mean, there's a reason why a lot of us are professional comedians or professional attention seekers look at me I'm funny haha ha. and maybe it's because in high school we weren't those people we weren't um where we are today maybe then there's something inside of us that feels like yeah I
0: I still have never attained that and I want to attain it and it's just you know well see that's exactly what I don't like is that it turns into that frat party vibe where Here's clearly a bunch of guys who've never been the guy who gets a bunch of chicks. Yeah. Suddenly the rules have changed, and for whatever reason, now they are. Okay. And there's this whole like kind of pack mentality, like these girls belong to us, and you know, you know what I'm saying? I don't agree with that. No. Nope? I don't agree with
1: the mentality. I don't. Agree. I don't think that it is an agreed-up mentality that these girls belong to us. Stay away from them. I think there's a lot of territoriality, sure. However, I, I see it violated like almost every time I'm at, you know, the bar or wherever the, wherever right. the hell I am. It's always violated. like right um right now I know there's somebody I mean there is somebody being passed around between uh, house team members. And it's creepy not, It's it is creepy, but it happens, you know, and it's not necessarily like I think being that passed we should... around like a joint. It's just that, you know, this young lady moved on and now she is kind of like, fla- she's kind of courting this other dude's attention.
0: I think what we need to do is pass some sort of a law. Right. To prevent that from happening. It's never going to get signed. In the f- it will never get signed. Okay? Are there really that many improvisers in the Senate?
1: Uh, <laughs> you tell me, man. I'm not the one that watches politics. I do catch Countdown. But I, not-
0: love, I love politics. You do? I can't shut up about politics. <laughs> no, you can't. Why, what's going on in the Middle East? Uh, I don't know. Um, something. Uh, something bad? Pretty bad. Bombs and shit. Yeah. Well, you know. Mm. To each his own. If you know. Anyways, uh, so speaking of things that I hate. Yes. There's this place called the next stage.
1: <laughs> yes. Let's talk and, um, about.
0: And Chris Berubian's the next stage. Chris Baru, I'm not familiar with. He's him, but- the
1: owner, and it's on the sign. It actually says, Chris Berubian's... Now, what, what has he stage. done
0: where he would want to attach himself? Uh, he bought that space
1: above the Lava But lounge. is he a
0: performer?
1: I don't think so. No. I think he's a theater owner that lets his place out for 13 bucks so people can charge 15 bucks to go see a show. You know, something you know like Shakespeare or whatever.
0: Wow. Wow, that seems kind of pointed. I'm not sure what you're referring to, but uh, here's my, my beef with that place, is that it's terrible... <laughs> and i hate it and it's like you Uh, know it's even like people who've had free shows right i don't want to go there because first of all there's nowhere to park true it's a terrible location okay you know it's you sit you go in and you sit on these metal they're like they're not even
1: metal they're they're wooden they're like wooden pews with no finishing and very flat pillows as cushions.
0: yeah I mean it's really uncomfortable I yeah. r- kind of remember it being really hot in there. there's no real air AC going on I uh, mean it's just it's pretty much just an office that somebody put like a two foot stage at the end of
1: there are you know what there are minimal stage con uh, there's minimal stage staging there you know there is a raised platform there's stage there's lights there's a booth there's a place for music and there's a place for an audience to sit. Um, the Andy Dick Box Theater is, much, is a much better
0: choice. That I is, I mean, it's good. like you know, the upstairs one wasn't so great, but this no, this, this new, new one, one is that like, we have yeah.
1: is, is you know outstanding.
0: Can um, you sit up in the in the top
1: the balcony there? Yeah, yeah. There's okay. there's raised seating actually, almost almost like two levels of stadium seating in the Andy Dick Box.
0: Well, now the I, next no, stage is. I think you're ne- overselling it there, but nah, I don't know about
1: that, man. You got to come check it out. Now the next, I will give the next stage this credit though, um, for the emer- for the growing improv community, it's not a bad place to kind of get something going. And I'll give you an example. Saturday nights at the Sister Stage, which is the Tray Stage, which is a little teeny tinier space right next door, uh, the boys from the Great Adventure and Knife Fight have a great thing going every Saturday night. Now, they do charge 5 bucks. However, they do provide pizza and beer. I think 5 bucks is a,
0: is a reasonable... It's a hell
1: of a lot more reasonable.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with that.
1: No. Um, what I'm saying is, you know, for things like The Next Stage, being what it is, you know, and selling it for what it is, there are other benefits as well. You know, the Trace Stage is doing good things, too. Funny, really quick note. Trace Stage on Saturday night, we're drinking beer, watching improv, and eating pizza right next door is, an, is AA. And, you know, those two theaters are pretty much linked. Right. So, like, there's improvisers walking around. That's,
0: that's a lot of temptation for those uh, It is, but those it's but poor a, souls. But it's a good way to get an audience. Anyone there we knew? Uh-huh, uh, yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, not not we knew, right, right, right. but America in general, yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, celebrity sighting. Yeah, minor wow. celebrity sighting. Wow, that's kind of depressing. All right, uh... We're really running out of time here. I want to thank Joe Herrera for coming back. It was thank nice of you to anytime, drive man. out here to Culver City. That's Yeah, I just did like 16 miles with my stepdad, so I'm going to yeah. go home and get some sleep. You well earned. Well earned, my friend. Thanks thank again. You. This is Eric Filipkowski, Hollywood Phony, for the Chad Roebuckle Podcast. And remember, I hate you guys. No, come on, I'm just joshing. I'm just joshing. And come on, I'm j- I, uh, Don't be like that.